South Africa has a range of domestic shelters which act as places of safety for abused women in acute need. But shelters have become overstretched in recent times, bursting at the seams with more women than they can physically or financially support. A study commissioned by the Joint Gender Fund, the National Shelter Movement and Heinrich Bull Foundation last year estimated that the Social Development Department provides only a quarter only a quarter of the money needed for shelters to help women in need. Yet the government pays up to ten times more for prisoners. Bongiwe Ndondo, Executive Director at Tlanganisa Institute for Development, Southern Africa, joins us to discuss this. Uh, good afternoon to you, uh, Bongiwe, and thank you so much for your time on Afternoon Drive. Let's start at how women are referred to these shelters. Um, good afternoon, and uh, good afternoon to listeners too. And I just want to say thank you uh, for giving us the opportunity to speak about such a critical resource um, in the fight against gender-based violence. And given, and given the alarming levels of gender-based violence in the country, it's absolutely critical that we look at the adequacy and the quality of the services that are offered to survivors. Indeed. Um, if we're talking about, if you're talking about um, uh, uh, the issue of... Uh, you know, the, the, how women get referred to these shelters. Often women get referred um, when they report at a police station. Um, sometimes um, they, get, they are referred through NGOs that work with survivors of gender-based violence. They also are often referred by word of mouth from somebody who's been to the shelter. But generally speaking, we would expect that the bulk of the referrals come from government, related government uh, departments and government services, but that's not what we find. We find that, in fact, the police tend to refer far less women than do the other, um, uh, the, the, um, um, the other points of care, which is, which is also concerning because we would expect that if government is offering an integrated and seamless um, service to survivors of gender-based violence, then you'd expect that the, the different government departments involved would be speaking to each other more closely. Right. Well, what sort of services are offered at these shelters, Bongiwe? Often the shelters range from um, a trying to um, um, getting the woman out of uh, violence, so actually giving protection and a place of safety. They also provide an opportunity for women um, to reflect on their circumstances and weigh the options that exist to them. They are offered psychosocial support, um, and many of them offer therapy. Some of them offer vocational training. So for women uh, who, uh, uh, I mean, it's quite common to have women economically dependent on their partners. And if that's the case, often women stay in abusive relationships because they don't have a means of taking care of themselves. So the vocational skills training helps women to become independent and engage in sustainable livelihood options. All right. So so certainly one can see the positive benefits of this. Now, the Joint Gender Fund report estimates in order for shelters to deliver a quality service, they should be funded at more than 7,200 rand per woman and her accompanying two children a month. What does the funding actually look like, Bongiwe? The funding currently is actually quite pathetic. So if I can just put those numbers into perspective... Women are currently funded, uh, sorry, uh, shelters are currently funded at about nine rand per woman in, in a shelter. Now you'll appreciate what nine rand can, nine rand per day per woman. Now you'll appreciate how, what nine rand can do. At best, the women get given, um, you know, peanut butter sandwiches, um, as a meal. 
So what we're saying is, one, we need to, to make sure that the, the services offered in shelters are dignified and that there is some quality assurance uh, 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 mechanism in place. And beyond that, we want government to then commit to, uh, 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 to fulfilling that standard of care yes. and prescribed by their own minimum standards. That's right. Um, in, 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 in government documents, yes. Because they've got the Domestic Violence Act and the Sexual Offences Act, and those, of course, dictate what programs should be offered. But, I mean, how can they possibly prescribe these programs when there isn't enough money to fund them? I think that's exactly the point. And I think um, it, 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 the other issue is that sometimes the shelters themselves um, in fact, the other reality is that the shelters themselves do not have a costing model. So it's, that has made it increasingly difficult for them to motivate to motivate for funding from either Treasury or the provincial departments of uh, you know, uh, social development, where the bulk of their funding comes from, through the Victim Empowerment Program. So now, as part of the research, we actually developed, along with the National Shelter Movement, a costing framework that the shelters can use as an advocacy tool, but one that will also um, assist the relevant government departments in terms of um, allocating the resources. All right. Thank you so much for speaking to us. Very informative indeed. Bongyuen Dondo, Executive Director at Langanisa Institute for Development, Southern Africa. Joanne Joseph. Taking your calls on 011-883-0702. So you may have heard the intro to this uh, fantastic competition we're running, the Hugh Masekela Foundation, celebrating the jazz legend their tribute celebration tomorrow at Empress Palace. Let's tell you what's uh, up for grabs. Uh, all you had to do was send a voice note to us telling us uh, your favorite Bra Hughes song. And uh, we are now, it looks as though uh, we have a, a possible winner on the line, Sitelo in Newtown, on the line to us. Uh, good afternoon to you, Sitelo. Thank you so much for calling in. What is your favorite Bra Hughes song? Good afternoon. How are you doing, Joanne? I'm so... Joanne Joseph. Taking your calls on 011-883-0702. So you may have heard the intro to this uh, fantastic competition we're running, the Hugh Masekela Foundation, celebrating the jazz legend their tribute celebration tomorrow at Empress Palace. Let's tell you what's uh, up for grabs. Uh, all you had to do was send a voice note to us telling us uh, your favorite Bra Hughes song. And uh, we are now, it looks as though uh, we have a, a possible winner on the line, Sitelo in Newtown, on the line to us. Uh, good afternoon to you, Sitelo. Thank you so much for calling in. What is your favorite Bra Hughes song? Good afternoon. How are you doing, Joanne? I'm so...